Radio. Inspiration, worship and beautiful gospel music. Kingdom Culture on RX Radio. Welcome to Kingdom Culture here on RX Radio. It's your very own Pastor Regan Van Kegan. Uh, this bright sunny morning, uh, um, if you've just woken up, you're just tuning to the best show in the land where we give the kingdom perspective to things. Uh, we'll right away start with a prayer. Uh, Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you because you're good, because you're full of mercy, because you are wonderful. And today, Father, whoever is listening in partakes of the kingdom treasures that we have to deliver today in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. <laughs> uh, if you've just uh, tuned in, you're, you're listening to a second voice in the studio, uh, which doesn't seem to be Angela's voice, nope. uh, but it's uh, the beautiful uh, Rebecca Subi, I-B-C-L-C. Yes. You're most welcome in the studios of Kingdom Culture. Thank you so much, Pastor Regan. Actually, it's the studios of RX Radio. I've got the studios of Kingdom Culture. Yes. It's an honor to have you here, Becky. Thank you. It's an honor to be here. First of all, there's a name change. Over the years, we've known you for music. We've known you for being a worshipper. Mm-hmm. But now there's IBCLC. What does that mean? I am still a worshipper. Yeah. I still do music. Yes. But I won't talk about that today. Yeah. And IBCLC is an international board certified lactation consultant that's a health professional that's trained in the clinical management of breastfeeding mm-hmm. um it's the highest certification for a lactation consultant yeah so <laughs> w- w- why this uh this time because all along we had known you as a worshiper we, we had seen your 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 music and everything that you've done over the years and actually uh, the listeners who are just listening in through the segments we shall be listening to uh, rebecca suvi's music uh, why now the concentration on lactation? So, uh, you know the parable of the person who had 10 talents, 5 talents, yep. 2 talents. Yes. I'm one of those with many talents. Yes. Um, this is my, this is a side of me. There's a reason why. Mm. First of all, I'm a scientist, a food yep. scientist, a nutritionist. You're a scientist and a believer. Yes, I am. <laughs> I am. So, one side of me, that oh. side of me, uh, my career yep. in that field. Mm. I'm a nutritionist, a food scientist, food technologist, yeah. and now an IBCLC. Wow, that's yes. th- th- that's powerful. And, and I would like to tell our listeners that uh, Becky is putting on a, a blue top and <laughs> uh, a white jeans today, uh, looking very vibrant in those braids, uh, for, <laughs> just to you. give a physical uh, description <laughs> of who you are. Uh, who is uh, a lactation consultant or an IBCLC, in, like for a layman's language? Okay. So most people believe that when I give birth, mm. I'll have a baby mm. and breastfeeding will be easy. Yes. Breastfeeding is natural, but it's mm. a skill in most cases that yes. you need to understand and learn and also your baby. Mm. Yeah. So basically we facilitate that. Um, let me just give you an example. Yeah. Uh, there are women who will give birth and mm. will tell you they don't have breast milk. That was going to be my first question. There are women who will tell you breastfeeding is so painful for me and they think it's normal. It's a, it's not normal. Yeah. There's a problem that needs to be addressed. Mm. There are women who have premature babies and they think they don't know. First of all, they can't put them on the breast and they don't know where to go from there. Yes. There are women who have inverted nipples, flat nipples, and the baby can't latch. Yep. There are women who will tell you the baby failed to latch. Mm. There are women who give birth to babies with tongue ties yep. and they can't breastfeed. Yes. There are women who have HIV mm. and it can be transferred through breastfeeding, but 
there's a professional way we can help you and you actually breastfeed your baby exclusively yep. and for up to a year and they don't get HIV. Yes. There are so many scenarios. You can be when you've just given birth, your baby is three months old, you mm. get pregnant. Mm. Most people think it's wrong to breastfeed when you're pregnant. Yep. So there's a way we navigate that. You need professional help for that. Yeah. And there are so many scenarios. <laughs> scenarios. Yep. When you see a lady pregnant, most times they've gone shopping, bought mm. clothes, all that. Mm. But they don't prepare for breastfeeding. So yep. they bump into these problems. Other ladies will tell you, I had a C-section and I was told mm. I can't breastfeed yeah. after having a C-section for the first days. And now we are dealing with a baby. Um, we could do away with breastfeeding and be like, we can always give formula or other feeds or something else. But now that presents a big problem. Just a few seconds. Let me tell you why. <laughs> um, have you seen a cow? Yes, I've seen a cow. We have cows in Imbara. When do they walk? When do they do what? Walk. Literally all the time? The day they are born. Oh. Okay. When do human beings walk? A walking... Um, let me ask the producer one year. <laughs> <laughs> About 10 months, 11, 12 a year. Yeah. Why is that? Uh, there's a school of thought that actually showed that human beings are born... You could say they are born a year too early. Yes. Why? Because there's a lot of growth of the brain that goes on in other mammals' brains when they're in the womb. Yes. And so they grow a lot in... The, their brains grow more in the womb mm. and less outside. Is that the reason why some babies refuse to take the breast milk? No, I'm still, <laughs> I'm still coming. So, yeah. this is what happens. Um, when a baby is born, mm. a lot of their brain development is taking place outside after mm. being born. Mm. Unlike a cow, mm. unlike God knows what mammal, yeah, oh. because milk of every animal is what we call species specific. The milk of a cow mm. is made in such a way that it has what a calf needs. Mm, mm, the mm. milk of a goat, it has what a goat needs. The milk of a human being has what a human being needs. Mm, mm. The level of brain development that goes on in a human baby mm. is really high. Yeah, And that's why you'll find that the substances that grow the brain that are found in breast milk mm. cannot be easily replicated from any other kind of milk. Okay? That's right. So you'll find that there's nothing like breast milk that grows a baby's brain. There's nothing like breast milk that grows their in, um, digestive system. You'll find that these days, severe colic has become a common thing. People yeah. think it's normal. You have a baby, they have to have colic. But they forget that actually even the way breast milk is designed, mm. it's designed in such a way that it's so gentle on a newborn. A newborn has an undeveloped almost everything undeveloped brain, undeveloped digestive system. Okay. Everything is for developing and how? Through nutrition, through what they eat. So when you don't give them the right things to eat, mm. you're actually putting them in a position where they are not properly being developed. That's how serious nutrition is. That's how serious breastfeeding is. That's how serious breast milk is. And that's why we do... IBCLCs are trained to do everything in their power to support, protect, mm. and promote breastfeeding. Uh, I want to take you on because first of all uh, let's start with the supply of uh -huh. the breast milk. Yes. There are some mothers who say I'm born like they don't have breast milk for the babies. Mm. That's the first scenario. Mm -hmm. how, how do we deal with that? Number one. First of all you need to understand how breast milk is produced. Yeah. I want you to think of a machine. Mm. Okay? Mm -hmm. Allow me to put it this way. There's a machinery in your body. Yes. That you work with to mm. cause it to produce breast milk, okay? Okay. So most scenarios where women say that I don't have breast milk, 
they are doing something uh, that actually, is interrupting. Actually, I've seen a scenario yeah. where they, they they say girls with small boobs will not have breast milk. <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> okay. That's a myth. Oh. That's a breastfeeding myth. Mm. Um, the size of your breasts has nothing to do with the amount of breast milk you produce. Okay. Okay. Mm. Whether you have big breasts, medium, mm. or small. So the size of the boobs does not determine. No, unless your, mm. your breasts are not properly developed, which is okay. a different case. All right from the size you can you okay. understand mm. so what i was saying is that there's something you're doing that has interrupted the machinery of breast milk production that's right that causes you not to have milk okay and that's why we are here okay okay which people don't know most people actually think me and you have breast milk for four months six mm. months then mm. it disappears mm. but you can very well have breast milk for two years three years as many as so, so what, what are those tips that can help me to increase the supply of my breast milk <laughs> we have a full class on that <laughs> a full master class on that yes um, later I will tell you about the different services we offer at mm. our breastfeeding and lactation care center yeah and that's a big one but just a little bit um, your supply is going to reduce mm. if first and foremost there's no stimulation of your breast Okay, stimulation of your breast. <laughs> We're going to start from that in the next <laughs> the next part of the show. Uh, I'm I'm here in studio with Rebecca Suvi. She is an IBCLC. I, I can break it down. She's a lactation consultant. And today uh, at the Kingdom Culture, we're talking about uh, breastfeeding uh, because the Bible tells us, uh, "Bring up a child the way it should go, mm-hmm. and they shall not depart after it." Even breastfeeding uh, the baby is a very big part in bringing up a child in the way they should go. A uh, baby you have music uh, which song would you like us to play first uh, on this show for you I think I would like us to play Sweet Jesus Sweet Jesus yes, Sweet you. Jesus it is uh, uh, just stay tuned in Your day just got better by tuning into RX Radio Inspiration Worship and beautiful gospel music Kingdom Culture on RX Radio Uh, welcome back to Kingdom Culture here on RX Radio. It's your very own Pastor Regan Van Kigan without Angela Kum, but with Rebecca Subi. She is a lactation consultant, IBCLC. I cannot uh, say the whole uh, title, uh, but we're talking about breastfeeding. We're talking about the way we can raise up our children uh, in a way that will enable them uh, to have a place in life. You talked about child development. You say mm-hmm. that the brains of babies are developed um, much less than let's say animals and no. uh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> no. the brains of oh. human babies yes. develop more, more much more outward after giving after, after they are born yes. than other animals yes other animals they develop more in the womb okay than outside and so those animals that's mm. why they don't have as many substances and nutrients mm. to develop their brains because mm. most of their brain development happens in the womb. Mm. So when you give your baby cow milk, mm. there's a lot of brain growing substances that they are missing out on that are found in human milk. Why? Because human milk mm. is designed mm. to meet those needs. Okay, Becky, now you've, we've given where to start from because last time we were talking about the stimulation of breast, but now uh, back to the thing of uh, of human milk. Mm. They are babies uh, uh, who have uh, not had access uh, to uh, breast milk. 
maybe the mother died or something happened. What happens in such scenarios? Well, these are things most Ugandans may find you, but in other countries mm. that have taken the lactation consultancy very seriously, they are normal. If a baby dies, you, we can do what is called induced lactation. That's yeah. where you get somebody mm. who is not breastfeeding and mm. cause them to breastfeed. Is that possible? Yes, it's called induced lactation, which is one of the services we are offering. Okay. Yeah, so their grandmother, mm. if they pass through the medical tests, mm. and they can breastfeed the baby. Or it could be an auntie or a sister. sister, Someone else can actually breastfeed. Allow me to give you this story. Mm. So why why is human milk very important? Human milk is so important. I'll Mm. give you three points. Mm. Like I told you now, there's the brain thing. Mm. Mm. Uh, The brain growth and development when we look at the components of the breast milk. Let's go to the best (laughs) example to give you. Mm. If you're building a house, yep. you need specific materials. This is an example I always give. Yes. You need specific materials. That's how human babies are. Mm. The first 1,000 days of a human baby mm. are very, very important in the nutrition world because what you're feeding them on is forming a foundation for the rest of their lives. Yeah. Okay? Mm. And let me talk about the digestive system. Mm. The baby is born with very underdeveloped intestines mm-hmm. breast milk is so gentle on it mm. when you give other feeds you may find for example cow milk has a very a high percentage of a very strong protein mm-hmm. called casein which mm. can be so hard on a baby's stomach and cause something called cow milk protein intolerance it can cause severe colic mm. and all such things while breast milk while being gentle on the stomach mm. easily digestible mm. so the baby gets all the nutrients but it also has certain substances which grow the intestine okay so this baby's intestine is growing the proper way a human intestine should be growing. Okay. Which some of the substances, a lot of them are not available in other feeds. Oh, you okay. understand? Okay. So you can even get your baby to start having allergic reactions yeah. because of feeding them on other things. Another example of why breast milk is important. Mm. Have you seen cows? Have you yes. seen their bones? Yes, yes, yes. They are much stronger than human bones. You see, mm. and that's why you'll find certain components, let's say like manganese, mm. which builds the strong bones of cows. Okay, it's very high in cow milk. Yeah, mm-hmm. they try to reduce it when they're processing to make formula, but they still don't reduce it low enough. Mm. So you'll find that a human being just needs little traces of this element, mm-hmm. but it's too high in formula and in cow milk. Mm. So do you know where it's deposited? I, I don't know. You're in the, the expert. baby's brain. Okay. And now research is showing that uh, incidents like attention deficit hyperactivity disorder, <laughs> yes, they are finding that they have very high deposits of manganese in their hair, yeah. and they are tracing some of these things back to the way they were fed when they were babies. Mm, okay, mm, mm. that's something I talk about a lot because it's very sad. Um, something, the last thing, mm. the immune system. Yes. Everything that builds an immune system, a lot of them. Is not available in any other food. Becky, I want to uh, bring to to your attention that, okay, <laughs> okay, for first finish. That because up. this mm. is so 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 important. Mm. If you go back to our grandmothers and you ask them what bacteria infections, viral infections did your babies have, mm. they'll be like, what is that? They don't but these even days know. they are so rampant. Yeah. Every two three months, mm. a baby is in the hospital for mm. this viral infection, for that barrier. We're even getting babies who have become resistant to antibiotics at a young age. Mm-hmm. Why? Because Everything that builds an immune system mm. is not in other food. It's yeah. in breast milk. Okay. 
we have so many components in breast milk that build you. It's like constructing a house. Mm. You understand? So these things are not there in formula. They're not there in other foods that you may give your baby at a certain age mm. and they are only in breast milk. Now, Becky, uh, the, the Bible and, and the way God created this whole breastfeeding thing, I, I think primarily was to create a bond between a mother and a child. That's But now we, we have a scenario where we have mothers who don't want to breastfeed off their breasts. Yeah. Others want to keep their breasts intact. That's actually another <laughs> thing people don't understand, <laughs> sagging breasts. Yes. Your so breasts so how do you sag. help uh, the ladies who are listening in out there? First of all, mm. I, I don't think... But first of all, does breastfeeding cause their boobs to go down? Like Your breasts are going to sag whether you breastfeed or not. Ah. Yes. Ah. But ah. there's a remedy to it. It's actually one of the services that we provide. Yeah. Because we don't come at this mother as you, mother, you've refused to breastfeed. People have their reasons. Mm. You understand their reason and you address it. Mm. Sagging breasts, for example, which you've raised, mm. their muscles called pectoral muscles yep. that cause the breasts to fall, uh. you know. Uh-huh. And you can actually work this. Mm. We help you. We show you what to do. Mm. And you can actually breastfeed and you still do certain exercises that cause your breasts to, you know. Why, what about the the rewarding experience that yeah. the mother gets out of breastfeeding his child? The bond. The bond is definitely there because it's even a hormonal issue. There are certain hormones released when you breastfeed, both mm. in your baby and you, mm. which cause that bond to happen. Mm. And I think it's important. Mm. Yes, that's one. But there's something you said that there are mothers who don't want to breastfeed. Yes. Most times that's not the case. Most mm. times they've encountered certain challenges. Mm. and they don't have any support any professional help like what we offer now mm. and that's why they just give up the whole thing altogether mm. but there are several several reasons you, you so know it's always a matter of addressing those reasons you see at the end of the day i i, I like what the bible says uh, here in isaiah 66 i think mm. it's verses 10 to 13 uh, that they may suck and be satisfied with the breasts of her consolation <laughs> <laughs> that you may milk out and be full Uh, there, there's something that happens uh, when uh, breastfeeding is going on. What would be your take? Should mothers pump milk out of their boobs or they should uh, do their normal breastfeeding? Long time ago, men were the providers. And we thank God that still in very many families, that's mm. true. Mm. But then we also have a lot of women who are working women. Mm. And some of them uphold their families. They support their families, single moms. Mm. Even those moms may be married and in stable homes. Mm. Some of them may be working. Mm. So to sustain mm. the breastfeeding journey and to be realistic about it, pumping is something that we actually encourage mm. and teach, okay? Mm -hmm. Because it's better that you pump your breast milk. Mm. Um, of course, it's supposed to be kept a certain way, prepared a certain way, and leave it for a caretaker to be able to feed the baby. Mm, mm, okay? Mm, mm. It's still breastfeeding even when you pump, yeah? Oh, yes. And also... So, so the main thing is the ingredient, not the bond between the mother and no, the child? No. Mm. What we call chest feeding is where you actually put the baby on the Ye chest. Yes. That's also still very important because babies mm. don't just breastfeed for nutritional value. Mm. Even that intimacy, that mm. touch. Mm. Sometimes they breastfeed just for the comfort, mm. to be in their mother's bosoms, which mm. is something they need for their emotional development, their yep. brain development. 
development yes. very very much mm. so both are important mm. pumping has its place chest mm. feeding also has its place if you're just listening into kingdom culture i'm speaking to rebecca subi she is an ibclc in other words she's a lactation consultant and we're talking about issues of breastfeeding because the bible also encourages us to feed our children it encourages us to uh, uh, to train up children the way they should grow so that when they've grown they don't deny their kids breast milk <laughs> so you might wonder why today I'm I'm talking about breastfeeding it's an important part of the kingdom culture because children are, are form a big part of the kingdom that is here and the kingdom that is to come uh, it's uh, your very own pastor Regan Van Kigan um any other song that we can play <laughs> of your album what's the name of your album it's an ep the album it's an ep yeah it's coming out sometime next year okay um it's called sounds of heaven sounds of heaven yeah. you you're listening into that kingdom culture on rx radio you're listening to rx radio <laughs> Radio. Uh, welcome back to the Kingdom Culture Show. It's your very own Pastor Regan Van Kigan here in the studio without Angela Kum, but with Rebecca Subi, uh, an IBCLC, a lactation consultant. And uh, today we're talking about breastfeeding. We're talking about Uh, how to breastfeed in the modern age how to mm. breastfeed and what's the kingdom perspective about all these things because modernity has taught us uh, different things we've seen uh, scenarios where uh, uh, people have started eating cockroaches people have started eating rats and <laughs> different things and we want our uh, people to know that there's a reason why god set particular things in order and when we maintain that order then we are able to access the different glories that are in the life of God. And today we're talking about keeping our kids on breast milk. Um and I have an expert in the house. Here at Kingdom Culture, we thrive on expert health information about every topic that we are we are talking about. We were still touching on the point of uh the ladies who have little or no breast milk as some say that for me I don't have breast milk, so I'm going to give my child cow milk, sheep milk, goat milk. Oh, what's your take on those ones who don't have because you had talked about the stimulation of the breasts mm. and things like that and some of us think stimulation only works the other side which side <laughs> Becky let's go to the breastfeeding part there's something you said that there are certain things that the Lord placed in order mm. just a few seconds about something about that when we feed our children and i told you those first 1000 days that's the time you're pregnant mm. and their first 2 years of life mm. you're building another kind of species mm. when you start feeding them certain things yeah and why am also, i saying they will look like a human but there are certain things that they will have about them uh, that are dysfunctional and that's why the thing about the immune system is so important we are raising a different kind of species these days because we are feeding children on things which are not developing their immune system wow. so we are raising children so we could be raising goats no not <laughs> I'm, joking, i'm joking no but what i mean mm. we are not raising the kind of human being mm. that 
is actually what should be you understand so what you find God a child it to be. a child who gets sick from any flu that passes by ah. from any bacteria that decides to sweep through Kampala yes. from what because God designed mm. this baby is born and this breast milk that God made so specially you know recently i watched a video where mm. they put a breast milk on a microscope and they saw living very amazing valuable organisms that actually come from the mother's body wow to the baby and they really do so many amazing things in their body mm. anyhow mm. let me rush to the question you asked me mm. so that thing of breast milk being the most important and one source mm. of so many things that mm. construct a healthy immune system for your baby mm-hmm. is something that parents need to understand mm-hmm. now if you don't have breast milk mm. It's because you're not working with your body to produce this breast milk in the amounts that you need. The very first thing is there's no stimulation. Mm. The whole machinery of breast milk production is started by stimulation. Mm. As after you give birth, the hormones which make breast milk mm. are ticked off mm. by your breasts being stimulated by a baby suckling. Okay. If you're not in position to stimulate in that way, there's something called hand expression yeah. which we teach properly at our lactation center and we help you understand maybe your babies are premature they cannot chest feed like they can't be on the breast mm. or any other reason you can pump pumping also stimulates mm. around certain conditions because you we shall ask you put a warm cloth mm. massage a bit mm. if you have a loving partner they can massage your back you know oh, all that oh, oh, hmm? oh, so this time the loving partner doesn't stimulate <laughs> the boobs it stimulates the back Well since this show is PG <laughs> anyhow but that's a very important thing so you yep. find a mother who is telling you I don't have breast milk mm. but this mother is giving a bottle so the baby is stimulating the bottle oh yeah you understand yes, yes. so that's why when a baby has just been born in that first day mm. there are mothers who complain that I think my baby is not getting satisfied because they are not getting off the breast mm. that's mm. actually nature's way of stimulating your breast you find a baby who has just been born okay. almost doesn't want to get off the breast okay but actually that constant stimulation first of all there are many reasons that baby is not getting off the breast mm. first their stomach is very small as small as a berry yeah a cherry, a berry. A cherry okay yes i wish i had i had brought my card thing which shows you yeah so their stomach is filled quickly mm. and remember this breast milk is highly digestible mm. because to be soft on this baby's stomach eh? mm. so the breast milk fills like a stomach very fast is digested fast and mm. the baby is back on the boob Wow. So leave your baby on the boob. It's not that they are not getting satisfied. They are. Okay. But they need to be breastfeeding constantly. Remember every time that milk is digested, valuable things enter the baby's body. You understand? Yes. So, the lack of stimulation mm. is one thing. Mm. Secondly, a poor attachment or a poor positioning. Okay. A poor attachment is the way the baby um the baby's mouth is on the breast mm. taking this breast milk mm. a poor attachment blocks the milk ducts mm. a poor attachment is going to give you wounds and sores and a lot of pain when you're breastfeeding mm. a poor attachment actually not only when you're breastfeeding yes i'll continue <laughs> you a poor attachment is going to a poor attachment is going to the milk will not come out of the breast so the baby is constantly hungry yeah. they are not satisfied yeah. they are constantly crying so a poor attachment mm. is the cause of so many issues so many breastfeeding challenges mm-hmm. and also it may not be the easiest sometimes your 
nipples yeah. may have certain issues which yes. we can help you with okay. that prevent a good latch the mm. baby may have a lip tie the baby may have a tongue tie the mm. baby may have like a small mouth bambi oh, your oh, breast may be oh. really big okay. and you need a skill that's why i told you breastfeeding we are here with professional help yeah. to help you get so that poor attachment is a problem to the mother it's a problem to the baby and it reduces your milk supply because the bottom line is if milk is not removed from the breast properly mm. milk is not going to be made that's right the more milk is removed from your breast the more milk is made okay that's the bottom line so the more milk that comes out the more milk that is made yes so you have to be removing that milk properly that's okay. the second most common mistake mm. the third mistake okay there are many mm. but the most common ones are those are the top those two, two poor attachment top, lack of stimulation <laughs> yeah poor attachment then a lot of unprofessional advice people will tell you omano jamono na you spoil that child uh, in, in, it's an international region. sorry yeah. you will spoil that child <laughs> because breastfeeding is supposed to be on demand yeah, you're man. not supposed to have a timetable don't breastfeed now yeah. now breastfeed mm. unless mm. Uh, there are scenarios where the baby needs to be encouraged to breastfeed okay that's when maybe you need to put them on a schedule because maybe they are not breastfeeding as often as they should be you know so you help them for other reasons maybe sickness or something so those would be my top two we are listening to rebecca suvi and yeah. she's giving us tips about breastfeeding she's really good and i'm going to read some verses about breastfeeding uh, in the bible yeah, as breastfeeding as, verses. as, as, as yes as, <laughs> as, look at uh, chapter 11 verses 27 says that and it came to pass as respect these things a certain woman of the company lifted up her voice and said unto him blessed is the womb that bear you and the pups which you have sucked mm-hmm. I, that that even you know that, Jesus breastfed yes you know. so everybody breastfeed Jesus breastfed even Moses breastfed. Moses breastfed so this is a kingdom <laughs> thing that we are talking about uh, for those of you who are seeking for perspective uh, and you're listening into the kingdom culture show here on RX radio we shall be right back hey guess what this is RX radio RX Radio I welcome back to the Kingdom Culture here on RX Radio. It's your very own Pastor Regan Van Kigan uh, in the studio without Angela Kum but with Rebecca Subi. Uh, she is uh, a lactation consultant IBCLC uh, uh, and um, those are international qualifications about breastfeeding yes. uh, and today we're talking about breastfeeding because it's a kingdom thing it was designed by God and uh, we live in a day and age where people have started talking about food crisis uh where there are many plans in the end time to change the way and the order of things uh, that the Lord has set up and uh, I've promised our listeners that I'll be reading uh, some verses from the Bible as as I also engage Becky uh Genesis 49:25 says even by the God of your father who shall help you and by the almighty who shall bless you with the blessings of heaven above blessings of the deep that lie under blessings of the breasts Becky there are blessings that come out of breastfeeding <laughs> 
can you elaborate on some of them uh, using your scientific background and a kingdom perspective? There's that thing you said first about people changing what we feed on and all mm. that. Mm. Breastfeeding is so sustainable mm. because you are the source of it. Yeah. It comes from your body. Yeah. You don't have to go to any industry and mm. everything. Mm. And that's why it's so sustainable. Yeah. And it's important to support mothers to be able to overcome any challenges. What about so the feeding can. of the mother? Oh, the feeding of the mother is important. Mm. Let me first answer your previous question. Yeah, the, the blessings of the breast. The blessings of the breast. <laughs> I'm not here today as a woman of God. So I would like to... Anyway... Uh, if I come at it from the scientific point yeah. of view, mm. my gosh, mm. Mm-hmm. my gosh, mm. if I start to break down for you the, th- the things in breast milk that can never be replicated artificially, mm. there are hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and, and hundreds billions, of things. yes, thousands, mm. billions, mm. you know, mm. and so. <laughs> That's an interesting point of view. Mm. But yes, I would agree mm. that there are lots of blessings to it. Mm. To the mom, mm. to the baby, yeah. to the family, uh, Is to there the a difference nation. between kids who breastfed and those who yes, didn't? Yes, definitely. Mm. First of all, the rate of sickness, those, those are statistics. Yeah, yeah. Mm. a lot of studies have shown that children who breastfed mm. fall sick way less often. What about emotional things? You find a guy who is fighting a lot in school and another one who is not fighting a lot. <laughs> that could also have other thing, but mm. yes, there's a lot of emotional brain development, yeah. a lot of brain development, mm. a lot of other things about the body, the digestive system, yeah. their skin, mm. their... Oh, even the skin. Yes. Oh, wow. A lot of uh, their skin allergic reactions that come from feeding on cow milk or formula or other feeds. Yes. At a certain age. Yes. Now, cow milk is, we advise that you introduce it after a year. Yeah. Okay. Mm. So, there are lots and lots of differences. Now, studies actually show mm-hmm. gray matter. Let me mention this. Mm. Um, there are studies that show that the brains of children that breastfed for the recommended period of time. Mm have more gray matter. Which is normally 24 months or? Yes, oh yeah. two years and more. Okay. Yes. Mm. So exclusive breastfeeding the first six months, mm. that means they are taking only breast milk. Yep. Breastfeeding within the first hour of birth. Mm. Uh, then introducing other foods at six months of age, mm. but continuing to breastfeed for the benefit of a lot of nutrients in breast milk that are not found in any food. And then breastfeeding till two years or beyond. Uh, because, beyond. Uh, I, I wanted to bring in the element of feeding of the mother because mm-hmm. I know my most guys are loving when she's pregnant and you're expecting that first son uh, or, or whichever gender you're expecting at the time of birth. Then a month down the road, for the guys, it, it's as if work is done. So why is it important uh, to feed the mother if you're going to have your child? have great breast milk mm-hmm. or, or live a good life. Everyone needs to eat. <laughs> yeah, there's, yes. there's, a, there's a part of eating, but is eating correlated with the production yes, of uh, breast, breast milk? Feeding. Are there particular foods that people are supposed to partake to have high quality breast milk or things like that? Breastfeeding takes a lot of calories, mm. takes a lot of energy. So mm. you need the mom to obviously eat mm. a normal, well-balanced diet. Mm. There are a few nutrients in breast milk that are dependent on what the mom eats. Mm. But then the majority of them don't. Mm. But that doesn't mean that the mom should starve. Mm. 
mm. then it's important of course to keep hydrated so if i'm using let's say fast food javas uh, burgers and what does it really have a correlation on the quality of breast milk i bring out do i need to take a lot of liquids or things like that it's important to stay hydrated mm. because well breast milk needs a lot of water mm. So it's important you stay hydrated, mm. eat a well-balanced diet, mm. iron-rich foods. Mm. Yes. Does alcohol have an impact on uh, breastfeeding? It does. Or, or drinking per se? Because here we are uh, uh, a diverse show. Uh, yes. This is a secular radio. So we have people who tune in uh, who may not necessarily be traditional church of Uganda or traditional born again that they don't drink. We have people who drink and come to church. Yes. So, um, what's in your blood is in your milk. Mm. You've got that? Mm-hmm. What's in your blood is in your milk. Yeah. So, um, if you're planning to maybe take a glass of wine or mm. some beer or mm. anything like that, mm. advisably, first breastfeed Mm. before you drink okay maybe you can pump some milk and have enough you know around. that's a very important thing i'm talking about because baby is yeah. not my want to breastfeed at night yeah and we party at night how do you correlate the two so first let the the alcohol leave your blood system usually it takes maybe about an hour mm. or about mm-hmm. i'd have to check and then you can breastfeed again mm. uh please do not breastfeed your baby when you still have alcohol in your system mm. it's really dangerous to the baby it's dangerous very dangerous to okay. babies okay? okay so you can plan ahead mm. you can first breastfeed then pump some milk to store away mm. and then have your drink mm. give it some time to leave your system an hour or more mm. and then yeah which, of which course w- in moderation yeah yes don't go drinking a crate of beer uh-huh. <laughs> which would you think has been the most compelling okay like most a difficult case that you've handled I, and, and you may not need to mention the names mm-hmm. but that you found so intriguing in this uh, breastfeeding uh, being a lactation uh, I think I'll, n- I'll never forget my very first case mm. yeah because I had never even heard about breastfeeding challenges. Okay. I I always talk about this story which inspired me to get here. Mm. Um there was a mother, she mm. had a 5 month old baby. Mm. No, she had not breastfed for 5 months. Mm. I think the baby was 9 months. Mm. She came to a national referral hospital where I was working mm. and while being trained, mm. I was being trained in the um clinical management of children with acute mm. severe acute malnutrition. Yeah. She had no breast milk. Wow. She had not been breastfeeding for five months. Wow. And the senior health uh, consultant, the nurse mm. who was teaching mm. us a public health nurse, mm. she asked her, "Do you want to breastfeed again?" Mm. And I was also as shocked as the mom. I'm like, mm. "The lady said she's not been breastfeeding for five months." Mm. And she told her, "No, we can help your breast milk come back." Yeah. So it's something that I came to learn later. It's called relactation. Mm. So I'll never forget that case because that's when I found out, "Oh my goodness, you mean a woman can be when they've not been breastfeeding or their milk reduced or disappeared and you bring it back?" Mm. Mm. I'll never forget that case and relactation is one of the things we services we offer at the breastfeeding and lactation center mm. and it's something I'm so passionate about because it speaks hope. Mm. 
yeah. to a lot of moms. Yeah. So that's a case I'll never forget, although it's not the most difficult. You know, the Kingdom Culture Show is all about giving you hope, hope yes. for anything, hope for prosperity, hope for... We want you to tap into the very blessing of the Lord. And today we're talking about the blessings of the breasts yeah. uh, that, <laughs> that the Lord uh, spoke about in Genesis uh, when he was promising uh, Jacob and today in the house I have uh, Rebecca Subi, she is a lactation consultant the actual title is IBCLC in the next part of the show I'm going to ask her how she became an IBCLC uh, but, but uh, if you are interested in anything breastfeeding you can always uh, reach out her at the breastfeeding and lactation center, yeah. uh, she We'll talk about that um, much 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 more uh, but this is the kingdom culture and we want the things to remain in the order that the lord said them in that children should breastfeed children shouldn't uh, uh, survive on cow milk goat milk or sheep milk you're listening to the kingdom culture show uh becky you have another song yeah. i think you have like four songs i do okay which song are we going to play now i will bless the lord i will bless the lord because he has given me blessings of the breast. Amen. <laughs> Kingdom Culture on RX Radio. Welcome back to the Kingdom Culture Show. Here on RX Radio is your very own Pastor Regan Van Kegan in the house. I have Rebecca Subi. Uh, IBCLC uh, she's a lactation uh, consultant and uh, today we're talking things uh, kingdom uh, where the Lord designed that whatever food he has designed for man man should partake of that so that he may be a blessing so that he may have dominion uh, Becky your journey of becoming an IBCLC how did it start what inspired you to become an IBCLC so I have said the story several times but not here. Mm-hmm. I was off campus. I had done food science and technology at Macquarie University. Finished my four years. We were waiting graduation. We were still at that part of doing our, you know, mm-hmm. those final year reports and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And uh, I got an opportunity to be part of a team being trained mm-hmm. uh, at a national referral hospital yep. as nutritionists. Yes. At the time, I wasn't even sure I'd want to be a food scientist, working in a factory, yeah. a nutritionist, mm. food technologist, or whatever. So when I got this opportunity, I was part of those people, young ladies and men, mm. who are being trained in the management of severe acute malnutrition, moderate acute malnutrition, all that, malnutrition, really. Yep. And we were dealing with cases that were so severe mm. because this place is the center of excellence mm-hmm. in dealing with cases of malnutrition in children. That's right. And the story which I just shared, this mother came with a severely malnourished baby, severe. Severe. She wasn't breastfeeding. She was actually a very young mom, like a teenage mom. That's right. Hadn't been breastfeeding for five months. And the public health nurse who was training us What was the baby feeding on during that time? People feed them on all types of things. Black tea, which is so dangerous. Wow. That's water and sugar. Yeah. Babies need need well-balanced meals, you know. Mm. Um, Some of them don't have the means. Other people think you have to be very rich to have a well-balanced diet for your baby. Mm. That's not true. That's another thing we teach at our center. With any budget, you can have a well-balanced diet for your baby. We hope you show you how. Mm. Anyhow, 
So this mother, I was so intrigued. I was like, how on earth do they make breast milk come back? Mm. And I saw the, the later, of course, I go to land. That's called relactation. And mm. I watched and I saw the breast milk come back. And after it came back, they taught her how to increase it. And she was so happy. And of course, the baby was back on the breast. They taught her how to cook properly balanced meals. In Uganda, we call it H2 Yes. For babies, how babies' food should be prepared in such a way that you actually get the nutrients mm-hmm. that are in the food rather than just passing through the baby's digestive system into the toilet, you know? Yes. So I was so intrigued. My goodness, how do you make breast milk come back? And then we were trained, we were showed that breastfeeding is not supposed to be painful. At the yeah. time, I had a friend who had given birth and her baby couldn't latch. Mm. She had no milk. Mm. She was having so many issues. Mm. So I was like, oh my goodness, mm. this is a big thing. So I was so excited about it. Mm. And then we went through the car training course. They showed yeah. us proper attachment, early initiation, so many things. Yes. I was like, this is the most interesting thing I have ever seen. You sound passionate. I, oh my goodness. <laughs> I was like, so I can help women have a lot of breast milk. That's right. You determine how much breast milk you have. I mm. didn't know that. Mm. I was mm. so excited. I had found favor with my director. Mm. And I told her we need to hold a Kampala-wide event. Yes. So... And she was like, okay, you can arrange and you let me know. Mm. Keep me in the know. So I went. Mama Tendo at the time had a very big Facebook following. Yeah. Those days they were not like big influencers. She was an influencer though. Yeah. We didn't call them that. So yeah. I approached her. I told her I want to call all the women in Kampala mm. and reach them about breastfeeding. Yes, yes, Can yes. you imagine? Mm. So I remember when it came down to the finances. Mm. Of course, it couldn't happen. Meanwhile... Yeah, the whole of Kampala, you have to feed them, transport them. And I wanted to host them at the Kampala Serena Hotel. Glory <laughs> to God. So, um, there I am. I still ask my dad for airtime, mm. transport, but I want to host yeah. all the women in Kampala to that's teach right. them about breastfeeding. That, that's a dream. Yeah, that was my dream. Mm. Of course, it couldn't happen. And I think other people didn't really see what's the big deal. You yeah. get? Mm. But me, I was thinking, women who don't know these things educated women don't know this so thing. is this the brainchild of uh, of the lactation center it was such a big dream for me then i was like let me make it into a project mm. get sponsors on board i failed to do that yeah so i got other jobs and other things and i did that and eventually i was like i resigned and i said you know i think it's a dream that will never happen mm. but then a very long story i won't get into yeah um i finally got back into this dream mm. I was encouraged to pursue the IBCOC certification. Yeah. It's very, it's the whole, <laughs> um, because even now, I'm an IBCOC, but I still sign up. For example, Monday, Tuesday, You can say have, it's very expensive. It is very expensive. <laughs> we, I have courses I continue to do every yeah. month yeah. just to make sure that I keep on top of my game. I mm. feel Ugandans deserve. Are you the first IBCOC yes, expert I'm the, in Uganda? I'm the first IBCOC in Uganda wow. and it's something that I plan not how to many just, are you in East Africa I would have to check but from okay. what I know I think mm. I may be the only one wow That's, you, you guys who are listening in I'm with a superstar <laughs> in the house right but there's a CLC in Kenya mm. I saw her on Instagram mm. um, when I checked mm. Um, however, yes, that having been said, I don't want it to just be, oh, I'm the first IBCLC. That's why mm. I say mm. I continue doing a lot of courses, being mm. in touch with colleagues in the US and the UK who, you know, who are really ambitious in this field. Let's talk about your center. Yes. When do you start the center? And what's the 
you know the we driving force we registered a foundation called the Rebecca Sweet Foundation which is a lactation consultancy that's promoting maternal child health and wellness yeah and we had a very big we have a very big vision we have a very big mission mm. and so we decided to have two initiatives that's right the first initiative is breastfeeding Uganda yes which is a media campaign okay which you'll see soon kicking off very strongly okay what? which is basically to just teach imagine i went into a country and built the first gym yeah and people don't know about working out healthy living you don't know about your biceps gym. triceps you're there with things. your gym mm. You're wondering why people don't come and they don't know that they need it. All right. So breastfeeding Uganda is to educate Ugandans. There are too many breastfeeding myths. There's too much unprofessional information. Mm. There are too many unhealthy trends. That's right. In the way we are feeding our children under two years. Mm. That people don't know. So breastfeeding Uganda is basically to educate this nation. Okay. Through media outreach, newspapers, social media, YouTube, mm. and all that, all that, all that. TV, That's right. radio. Mm. Yeah. Then... The Breastfeeding and Lactation Care Center is our second initiative. So we have educated the nation. Now, mm. when you have breastfeeding challenges, mm. this is a professional place where you're going to get professional help. You know, at international standards, not those things of, you know, any uh, laser fair kind of work. Mm. Yeah, so we offer lots of things. I don't know if I should get into that. Oh, we'll get into that uh, right yeah. after the break. Uh, breastfeeding is an everyday common occurrence. Uh, either in the biblical times even now because it's God's design for nourishing an infant not cartoons not what not um, cow milk not uh, goat milk or whatever and today we are speaking about uh, the kingdom perspective of breastfeeding and I'm here with Rebecca Subi the first IBCLC in East Africa uh, uh, and here on the kingdom culture if you're listening let's in say in Uganda in Uganda, <laughs> <laughs> in Uganda uh, but, but if you're listening in to Cambodia if you're listening in to us uh, from Amsterdam or wherever you are uh, this is the kingdom culture show on RX Radio Radio. Uh, welcome back to the Kingdom Culture Show here on RX Radio. It's your very own Pastor Regan Van Kigan. I'm here with uh, uh, Rebecca Subi. Uh, an IBCLC, uh, the first one in Uganda, and she's giving us expert health information about breastfeeding. And we are we're giving it a kingdom perspective. And talk about kingdom perspective. I'm going to read for you First Peter chapter 2, verses 2 says, Like newborn infants, long for the pure spiritual milk, that by it you may grow up into salvation. Becky, you've been telling us about why we should long for the actual uh, breast uh, uh, milk. Any last key pointers you'd want to give the mothers outside there? There is professional help for you. Mm. Um, allow me to talk about what we offer at the Breastfeeding and Lactation yes, Care Center. Yes, Center. yes, yes. So we offer, for now, they are like 22. Okay. Some are master classes, some are sessions, some are classes. Mm. We offer the antenatal mm. master class. Mm. As you prepare, you're buying clothes for the baby, going for antenatal visits. This is the master class you need. Mm. It will tell you about the amazing benefits of breastfeeding or breast milk. Mm. It will prepare you how to latch your baby, how to give them a good attachment, a good positioning, 
um, if you have a C-section and you didn't plan to, mm. where do you go from there? Most people believe if I've had a C-section, I can't breastfeed. Mm. What to do? What do you do in case you have, we even examine your breasts, mm. we find out you have inverted nipples, flat nipples. Mm. Mm. Yeah, so we prepare you, we teach you even now mm. when the baby makes six months, mm. what do you do? How do you go about that? What do you do if you want to increase your supply? What do you do if your milk reduces? Mm. So you enter this whole baby thing mm. when you know exactly how to go. We tell you these are challenges that may come up, but this is what you do. Mm. These are challenges that you can avoid by doing this, mm. you know. So the antenatal masterclass prepares you for a successful breastfeeding journey. If you have HIV, we have something called breastfeeding in the context of HIV. Mm. We help you successfully breastfeed your baby while keeping them safe from getting HIV. Mm. We have a class called the Winning Master Class. That one teaches you how to prepare food for your baby when they make six months, what food to give, how to work with your budget, mm. how to make sure that you are raising a well-nourished baby. That age of their life is so important what they eat. Mm. We show you, we even have a practical class if you're interested. Mm. Then we have the Nanny Stroke Caretaker Master Class this one uh, you're going no before that one we have the working mom mm. masterclass mm. working mom masterclass we teach you how you can breastfeed your baby for two years and even more mm. even though you're going to be away from your baby mm. so what do you do what tricks what hacks what what we have the caretakers and nanny class where so, we teach so what, what would say this is a one stop center in uh, regard to breastfeeding yes. and related issues breastfeeding feeding your baby at six months mm. those mm. first two years of your baby yeah. everything to do with that nutrition you are the kafulu if I say in, in and in at brief. international standards by the way because the protocol we are using mm. is internationally recognized and also we are using protocol even that has been laid out by Ministry of Health yes so. Becky how would you want to be remembered ooh <laughs> <laughs> my gosh yeah I want to be remembered as <laughs> the greatest IBCOC that ever lived on this planet awesome so, yes I actually mm. without giving out too much mm. there are certain cures I feel yeah we can make yes that we can come up with for example babies who are truly um, lactose intolerant they can't breastfeed did you know that I, I didn't know yeah but I believe there can be a cure for that hallelujah mm. and hallelujah. other things mm. and I so many things which I may not be able to so, say here Becky, what is the source of your strength the source of my strength um, the Lord the Lord the Lord himself as you see him on that throne hallelujah the spirit of the living God hallelujah yes. hallelujah I, I never want to end this show without also giving us the source of our power as the kingdom culture show uh, right at the end of this show the actual source uh, for us is the power of prophecy with prophet Elvis Ibonye hey. it happens <laughs> it happens at 9am on mm. NTV Kenya then at 11 on ZNBC then at 11.50 it's the power of prophecy on NTV Uganda at 3 p.m. it's on Zimbabwe Broadcasting Corporation then at 4 30 it's on East Africa TV the power prophecy comes with the spirit of prophecy which is the testimony that actually Jesus is Lord in this day and age am I allowed to say something yeah you can five say five seconds yes you know um one thing I thank God for so much in the gift that is prophetical this morning okay 
um we are not going to just be in church sitting on our chairs amen yeah? we are supposed to be dominating yeah exactly and in the field that you are you're supposed to be excellent that's you know? right mm. and i just thank god mm. that you know that anointing upon that great man of god mm. that causes us to aspire to be the very best in whatever we are doing that's right god just doesn't want us you know only sitting in church and mm. greeting our church friends yes. but being out there in the community mm. solving mom's problems solving baby's problems making yes. sure our babies are well nourished well breastfed mm. our mm. mothers have the support they need to be yes. on a successful breastfeeding journey so mm. that's another thing that actually powers me up you know and prophet always has shown us yeah a proper example he yeah, did not just right. come to be a prophet anyhow that's right like he has shown us what it means to serve god excellently like a man running for a prize that's right not somebody who is just running because god called us to know yes and that's why even when you ask me legacy mm. i mean the best and the best not just in words oh yes i'm the first ibcoc where are the numbers mm. We want to be able to say we have helped this year 1000 mothers. That's right. To relaxed it. Yes. 500 mothers. Yeah. You know, this and that like tangible results where we are solutions to the earth, like truly the salt of the world. Becky, yes. the Bible talks about us striving for the mastery mm-hmm. and, and and being the best yes. at whatever we are doing. Yes. Uh, what uh key life ingredient can you leave for somebody who has been listening into the Kingdom Culture show today morning? Mm. that is striving to be a master at whatever they are doing just like the way you are the first ICLC in Uganda what i would leave them um <laughs> how like mm. advice or like one key pointer or one secret that can usher them into the reason people fear the devil mm. the reason people do like worship the devil is because they they just have this thing of god who is god you know yes. mm. and that's because the people that have gotten wealth from the devil influence from the devil are up there mm. being glorified and glamorized you know mm. when a person serving the devil is exalted mm. the devil is exalted mm. when someone who is truly serving god mm. is exalted mm. and is excellent yes. god is glorified people look at you and they give glory to god. Becky, where can people find you? <laughs> so for no other reason, excel. Excel. For the purpose of showing people that this is the true god, mm. this is the true source. You know because people are dying in deception. So people can find me gosh, physical address, you can more fourth floor uh L413. Yeah. That's a breastfeeding and lactation care center. Mm. That's also our office. Mm. as breastfeeding uganda do you have any Rebecca. facebook uh those social yes, media handles my official uh, we have an official handle for the rebecca Sui foundation yeah the breastfeeding and lactation care center yeah. for breastfeeding uganda mm. and then for myself mm. rebecca suvi ibclc that's my official name on my facebook my instagram my twitter what else is there I think that's it. Yeah, that's it. Uh, yes. Becky's been an honor hosting you uh, on the Kingdom Culture show. Uh, we are quite uh, privileged to have you. Thank uh, you. You're such a blessing to humanity. Thank you. Thank uh, you. May the Lord continue expanding your work. Amen. Uh, and we know you'll be right back. Uh, today we had even cameras in the house. Uh, <laughs> we are so excited. We are not my hiding behind the microphones. I'm going to ask you to pray for us as we close this show. Yes. Thank you, Lord. Thank you so much for everyone listening in. Thank you for your goodness, your faithfulness and your spirit. 
as we go out into the day today i ask of you lord that you will reveal yourself to your people you will be the bright shining star in their life in jesus name we pray amen amen amen, amen. uh becky one last song yes uh-huh maybe we could play i hear angels i hear angels as we hear angels uh you uh today is the ministration of angels in your lives uh my friends in cambodia i, I never want to stop saying hi to you are uh, you here angels in your lives today and everyone across the world kingdom culture on rx radio you're listening to rx radio